My name is Amanda. And I'm Kristen. And we are the Exo Sisters. So sit back, relax, and let's get creepy. (laughs) I guess, if we have to. Yeah. Welcome to Hype Episode 9. And in this Hype Episode, we are going to talk about Annabelle Comes Home. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Okay, look. (laughs) This movie was disappointing in a way that I completely expected. Oh, yeah. It wasn't like it was disappointing, like we were just so hyped about it, and then we got so let down, which has happened a couple times this year. Mm-hmm. But uh, Pet Cemetery, I think, namely, was the big yeah. one that was kind of a letdown. But this one was another vomited out conjuring movie for yeah. money. But we were we liked two. Yes, two. we did. So there we have hoping. been there have been so these are the Conjuring universe films I have liked. The Conjuring, The Conjuring 2, and Annabelle Creation. Mm -hmm. Those are the three. So now from this franchise, we've had seven films, and these are in no particular order, but we've had The Conjuring, The Conjuring 2, Annabelle, Annabelle Creation. Now we have Annabelle Comes Home. We've had The Nun and Curse of La Llorona. Mm -hmm. And And we have another Nun and another Conjuring coming out next year. Yes. And there have been some rumors about the Crooked Man from The Conjuring 2 coming out. But as far as I know, that's not currently in any sort of, like, production. Or even pre-production, I don't know of. So that one might be interesting. But now what it feels like is they're just taking these scary things from... Each of these, you know, Annabelle we got from the Conjuring movie. Yeah. We got the nun from the Conjuring 2, which the nun could have been terrifying. And the Conjuring 2, the imagery of Valak was scary. Mm-hmm. And then the movie was just such a disappointment. I wasn't scared at all. I didn't yeah. even really feel tense. What I will say with this Annabelle, Annabelle Comes Home... It did land some, like, suspenseful parts because I was like, oh, God, a jump scare is coming, a jump scare is coming, a jump scare is coming. Oh, the jump scare happened. Like, But yeah. it wasn't anything unexpected. It was the same, like, loud music, loud music, loud music, a little bit of silence, loud music. Like, exactly. it was. if it wasn't for the music, I don't think that anything would have gotten me mm-hmm. at all because it was so predictable. It was just a, you know, if I was 15 years old again mm-hmm. and going to a movie on a Friday night or a Saturday night and there were a bunch of other teenagers in the theater I think this one would have been successful. I agree. But as a horror fan, wanting to see good horror, this was kind of insulting, to be honest with you. This is cheap horror at this point. It's 100% bottom-of-the-barrel horror. Yeah, which is really sad because The Conjuring 1 and 2 were so fucking good. Yeah, and even Annabelle Creation was good. Mm-hmm. It was surprisingly good. We both mm-hmm. were just like meh let's just watch it to cross it off the yeah. list it was even before the podcast was a thought and we watched it in your room and it got it both of us really pretty creepy. good yeah. or we watched it in your living room rather but it got us yeah these are definitely like up there with like bye bye man and shit where it's just to make money let's move on it's <laughs> not man. it's not good no, it's not. And there was no audience reaction. Granted, our audience was pretty small because we typically go see our movies on Sundays at the first showing. But that should still prove something to you. Like, nobody wanted to see it. No. We had two other people in the audience with us. That was it. Yeah. And I did see that it had what they were called a respectable opening weekend considering mm-hmm. Toy Story and Yesterday. Mm-hmm. Which Toy Story, I mean, the theater was so busy and it was all Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it's a different 
realm. But, you know, I just, I think the success that it had was two things. One, people that want to see the Conjuring Universe movies and horror fans like us. That's your first group. Your second group is that group of teenagers that's like, you know, seniors in high school and they want to go out with a bunch of friends and watch a horror movie to get scared with their dates. Like, exactly. And that those were your two audiences. And I think for the number one, it failed. And I think for the number two, it was probably successful. Mm-hmm. And if that's what they want, whatever. But, mm-hmm. like, I am, like I said, like a little insulted, to be honest. Like, you're not, nobody's, that's a dangerous, dangerous thing to do. Because then you just start, I mean, franchises just go to shit. We've seen it over and over and yeah. over. Where you take this incredible, iconic franchise that was so good and so different, and then you just pump out all these formula movies with poor writing. The acting is never really that bad. It wasn't. No. Uh, The shots were just the same thing I've seen over and over. Especially from the Conjuring movies, specifically. I mean... All the spinoffs, at least. If you really want to see this movie, don't see this movie. Watch Goosebumps. The first one. So much better, and honestly, it's the same thing. That's true. It's the same thing. A group of teenagers bring out these horrible, evil things, and then they have to take care of them. You know, and I have the Wikipedia pulled up because I don't use the Wikipedia on all my walkthroughs. Usually, I take my own notes and do my own walkthrough, but in the theater, like, I'm not going to be a dick. And also, I think you can lose a lot when you're seeing a movie for the first time and looking at your phone. Like, you know, so I don't take notes in the theater very often. I may not even open my phone because I feel like we can talk about it without a plot. You don't need the plot. You don't. There, you don't there isn't a plot. The plot is like what I just said. They you know, let out a bunch of monsters and they have to take care of it. Annabelle is kind of tired at this point. Dude. And I think what they're trying to do is acknowledge that. And, you know, this movie, what that did was we know that Ed and Lorraine Warren have a room of artifacts that are all haunted. And to see it explored in the movie is not a bad idea. But no. this one dumb bitch goes to, you know, Ed and Lorraine Warren go out of town and their daughter judy is left with a teenage babysitter and her friend comes over who's kind of the token like reckless like bad girl if you will you know and so she goes in the room and touches everything and you've seen it in the trailer what did you touch everything okay yeah we know we get Mm -hmm. it um and this is also another one where they fucked up and they put everything in the trailer Yes, they did. They're so bad about this. That under the cover scene probably would have been fucking terrifying had I not seen it in three times front of already. Every single movie we saw. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And this girl lets out all these things, and it looked like, and I linked to you when we were watching this, and I whispered this to you, like this is just an excuse for them to be able to introduce more Ed and Lorraine Warren cases and yes. monsters into the universe. Yes. This is gonna, I guarantee to you they're going to do something with the people with the coins i don't remember the monster's name didn't really care the fairy man fair yes but it's not even necessarily their cases see that's the worst part is whether you it's believe like that ed and lorraine warren were you know Real folky or, or what yeah it was still their cases for the first couple mm-hmm. okay even annabelle yeah but now you're creating things that weren't even there. So now you're just, you're taking something that was quote unquote real and making it into a fairy tale. Mm-hmm. That's fucked up. Yeah. People want to go because they think it's real. Right. Well, and that's why the, a lot of the exorcism movies get me so much because exorcism as an idea scares me. And so when you tell me it's a true story and there's a case file for it and I can find that, mm-hmm. horrified. Yes. Exactly. To another level. And, you know, Annabelle, like I said, is tired. And she needs to be... How much can a doll do at this point? Can this one specific doll? No. 
we've seen her face too many times. We've yes. seen her torment people too many times in the same exact ways. And it's just not... It's not effective anymore. No. It doesn't land. And I don't think that even if they got a different director or a different writer or different producers, I think we just want something so different because you're getting things every now and then thrown into the mix like Hereditary, Us, Get Out. You know, even whether you like them or not, they're different. Yes. They're not the formula jump scare demon creature movies. I don't think horror movie lovers want that anymore. I, I think agree. we want the Us you know, honestly, I wanted the nun real bad. Yeah. Because that was horrifying imagery to me. Yes, Demons. She was so creepy. The makeup and everything. They did yes. such a good job. Yeah. She was horrifying. And the second and the one, too. she was the scariest part to me. Yeah. I was like, oh, fuck, there's a nun. Yeah, Like, exactly. she was terrifying. And then they, the movie just was so flat. There yes. wasn't enough. There was almost, like, too much and not enough of Volick and the nun. And in this one... Annabelle's just moving around, and there are other... There's, like, a fucking werewolf in this movie. She's shaking her head. <laughs> I was... You guys, I was literally mad. I was fucking pissed off when I left this movie. Yeah. That the only redeeming part of this movie was Patrick Wilson and Farmiga. Vera Farmiga. They were the only redeeming factors, and you don't have much of them. And then they come back in in the end, and I'm like, okay, we're gonna make this better, because Patrick Wilson pulls up a guitar. He's been in musicals like he's an amazing fucking singer you hear him in the conjuring too he could probably have saved the ending and then they blur him out with some bullshit fucking music Mm -hmm. and move on to stuff and then go to the credits are you fucking kidding me yeah that would have saved your movie at least a little bit and you didn't even let him sing yeah and which is weird because i mean they're typically not in the spinoff movies at all yeah and so they use them right utilize them now they did just start the conjuring three i've seen them do some read-throughs and stuff like that i'm really interested to see if it, maybe we can at least keep the conjuring titled I movies hope so. good I'm scared. it's going to be one of those where i go in with high expectations and even though i shouldn't yes. i'm going to be hopeful i'm super scared because i think it's either the director of The Nun or Curse of La Llorona is directing Conjuring 3. And I'm mm. fucking terrified because yeah. I hated both Terrified of those. in a bad way. Yes. Because <laughs> La Llorona was disappointing. And yes. so was this. The Nun. And, and this. Yeah. And there's so many. And these are the directors that they keep using. Yeah. At least bring James Wan back for The Conjuring ones. At least do that. You know, and I... I'm a horror fan and it's, but it's not hard to get me. I'm kind of a pansy horror fan, to be honest with you. I'm one of those horror fans that goes in and I'm not numb to good scares. Like even in this Annabelle movie, I was like looking through my fingers, but it's just cause I knew it was going to happen. Like, cause you knew the loud sounds were going to solve I want a jump scare that I'm not prepared for, you know, it's not hard to get me. Because, yes, I love horror and I watch a lot of horror, but I'm still kind of a pussy. Like, (laughs) when it comes to that kind of stuff. But just because it gets you doesn't mean it's good. Correct. And this one didn't get me at all. Like that's even fucking worse. Right. Because it's easy to get me with jump scares. This movie was very childish. Like, you don't even have an adult cast because Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga are out so fast. And if you didn't know... Yeah, if you didn't know it was rated R, you would think it was PG-13 easily. Like, why is it rated R? I literally don't understand why. I can't even tell you. There wasn't really any blood in it. There are PG-13 movies I've seen a lot more gore in than this one. There's shit on TV. There's, like, doctor shows on TV that are way more gory than this rated R fucking movie. Even the fucking jump scares. There was one time where it didn't even get me, but it would have been the jump scare, and I just went, ew. 
because it wasn't Effective. all it did yeah. was assault my eardrums and it wasn't even fucking worth it thanks horror sound mixing is something that i'm not gonna say i'm passionate about it because i don't do it but it is something that grabs me immediately like i was getting super hyped during the trailers Yes. Because the Doctor Sleep trailer came on with that bassy, yes. like euphonium sound, and, and the It trailer was in it, and the I was were yeah, great. I was losing my shit because I was so excited. I feel like that's what we said about Pet Cemetery and Curse of Iorona too. Is the trailers were so much better than the fucking movie. That's because they put all the good stuff in it. God. And when you put your jump scares and your more creative, if you will, scarier scenes in the trailer to draw people in, I understand that. But you can draw people in with stuff that's not creative. And not, you know, that's just yes. kind of basic because they'll still yes. go see it. If your under the cover scene is going to be your main scare, don't put it in the fucking trailer. Correct. And that was the main scare. It was the main scare. There was like one where this face popped out. And then there was one where the girl that lets all the stuff out, you find out she's grieving her father and wants to reconnect with him. And that's why she's fascinated with the Warrens because they do that. And his face is yells at her and is scary and but I, it's so funny because that's not that i remember in the trailer you see in the theaters but scrolling through facebook annabelle's being very heavily promoted right now if you watch the video on facebook that they're promoting it's in it so then just watch the trailers you don't even have to go see them that's 100 percent the point <laughs> that's like i could do a whole walkthrough for you but it's literally this okay i don't think we need to do a walkthrough. no i don't think so either i think this is gonna be short because yeah. i'm tired i'm so tired of talking about these kind of fucking movies and it's only june yes of the first year we're doing this podcast can you imagine let's say we do this for just one more year mm-hmm. we still get a conjuring we still get we the still nun. get the nun yes just those two in general better not be as exhausting as this because we'll just stop fucking going. Yeah. Like, even though that's what we want to do for this podcast, I guarantee you we could come on here five minutes and be like, watch the trailer. You've seen the movie. Exactly. The end. Like what we're at, even right now we're about 15 minutes of talking and even less editing. And I'm almost done with what I have to say. Cause I'm so just yeah tired of it. And I, I know it's a movie and it's not that important but it is important to horror fans and this is something that we want to go see we're spending our money on yeah stop ripping me off i, I agree it's the same as curse of la Llorona. like it's almost like the same house setup even like yeah just as far as hallway scares and stairway scares and things like Basically. that you know they're either gonna go a couple directions they're gonna do there's a haunted wedding dress mm-hmm. that makes people violent and the spirit that possesses this wedding dress that's in this room possesses the girl that unleashed all of this and she literally shot for shot yes throws up her you know possesses the girl by getting on top of her and throwing up shot for shot from the first conjuring yeah the exact same fucking thing yeah really after you think that she's gonna die like yeah and this, I think this was a real failure in their movie, and this should have pointed out everything. We were excited that she was going to die, and we were disappointed. We rooted. We, like, clapped Kill that she her. was going to die her. Yeah. because she was that horrible in this fucking movie. Not the actress, but this character was that bad. And then when she lived, we were disappointed. How fucked up is that? You're one of your main characters. We want them to die. Well, it's because I'm tired. You know, the excuse of her letting all this shit out was... I miss my dad. He died. It's my fault. It was a car accident. Blah, 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 blah. Look, if the person sitting right here, me, who has lost her father when she was that same age, 
doesn't feel sympathy for you yes. at all, you fucked up and you wrote a bad character. Exactly. Damn straight. Because I can relate to a lot of, especially, I've talked about this before, but in horror, the theme of death can sometimes get to me in ways that the horror movie is not intending. Yeah. But especially when they're, like, I think Hereditary got me so good, which we will talk about eventually, I'm sure, later. What It was the grief in that family yes. was so unsettling to me. And so primal. Mm -hmm. And that's why I think Hereditary stuck with me so much. So it's not that I'm just cold hearted about this kind of stuff. I'm very easy to affect with that because it has affected me so deeply in my personal life. My dad was cancer. Her dad was a car crash. Like it, it same, same age, everything. Yeah. And it had no effect on me at all. Yeah. And it should have. Exactly. That's when they really fucked up. Yeah. Especially to somebody that can relate. Yes. And I, you know, it, and also it's just been done so many times. Like, how many times can we see a movie of a grieving teenager that wants to talk to a grandparent and or a parent or a sibling shit. on a Ouija board? Yeah. Write a better character. You, I would have been okay with them just saying that she was a dumb bitch that was stupid. I agree. I, I think I would have been better with that. Me too. Because there's no... Stop playing at grief. And making stupid characters just because they're grieving. And I get it. I fucking get it. People do things like that because grief is so deep and desperate. Yeah. I totally get it. But, but it's... It's not just her. Yeah. This movie would not exist if these characters weren't so stupid. Literally. Yeah. They do stupid things every fucking chance. They know Annabelle is out, like, directly after she's out. And they don't call the Warrens until the fucking end. Mm -hmm. And then it doesn't matter because Annabelle's fucking with them. Yeah write better characters this whole thing was a writing problem yeah possibly a directing problem fucking sucked yeah and again i think it's just pandering to what gets those cheap audience reactions in the theater you know it, i can't imagine that they don't know that when this comes out on blu-ray that people are going to react Rush. the same way as they yeah. do with sound with that what is it like 7.1 surround sound in yeah. there like it's just a different you take that away even on a home stereo system even a good home stereo system it's not effective at all no it doesn't work it's like you get a few random shots also i have to mention something i know that at some point some creature that they unleashed created this fog does not look like that Dude, they're so... That's so shitty. Okay. You can't even see across the yard. Okay, I can understand the fog at the end of the movie because... So they unleash this werewolf thing. Yeah. And supposedly in the notes that they also snoop through and see, the werewolf brings the fog. But in the very fucking beginning, Patrick Wilson and Vera Farmiga are in the car at a random cemetery and there's this creepy ass unrealistic fog. I've been in thick fog before. Like I am from a part of Texas where it's always humid and when it gets a certain temperature and certain storms I have driven through really thick fog but it, it doesn't go from it, I mean maybe people have different experiences and maybe I'm incorrect here but my personal experience I've seen a lot of fog and it never goes from the ground all the way to the sky. Ever. It just doesn't. It Usually it's just a distance thing and yeah. how close you can see in front of you. Yeah. That's what fog does. So what the fuck this shit is I don't even know. Yeah. I want to talk about the love interest for a second. Go for it. <laughs> okay. There is a love interest for this babysitter in this movie and this whole fucking thing is completely pointless. It's completely pointless. And honestly, it's the only... Comedic relief? Yes. Yeah. You're supposed to be having, like, a scary-ass movie, and you have to have comedic relief in it. I think that kind of takes away from your movie. But also, he was the only good part to watch, but I also hated him. Yeah. 
The only thing that he does is save Judy from one instance where she couldn't, it didn't even matter. Like, it could have, yeah. she could have just run inside quicker. Yes, by taking a, okay, he takes a fucking guitar to a werewolf. An acoustic guitar. And it bursts into fog. What the fuck am I watching? Did you know you can kill a werewolf with an acoustic I, guitar? I, I didn't. That's good to know. No yeah. silver bullets needed, just a guitar. An acoustic one. And I keep saying that because it's like hollow wood. Like it doesn't, it's, he, it has no, yes. like, it's not like an electric where it's heavy. He's like out on the lawn serenading her, this babysitter, at some other person's house. Okay, awkward. And also, I'm not rooting for you. And then he gets chased by a werewolf. What and you're fuck? like, fine. It's, what am I watching? Mm-hmm. This is, like, all pieced together and you have no idea what's going on. Or care, yeah. honestly. To yeah, them. I mean, it's not hard, you know, to f- figure out what they're doing and just unleashing all these monsters for s- potential spinoffs. And because I guess they wanted to create, like, a trifecta, if you will, of creepy. But when you put so many creep creepy, quote, yeah. end quote, situations together i think it gets lost i don't think you have time to focus on what you're really trying to achieve here had they stuck with maybe the people with the coins in their eyes when they were dead had they stuck with that and annabelle okay had they stuck with the haunted wedding dress and annabelle okay had they stuck with the werewolf and annabelle okay or and even her father and this haunted tv and like all these weird things so much stuff it's just overload because, yes. and you can't, like I said, you can make little piece bits and pieces kind of creepy looking, but nothing really feels cohesive. And it just kinds of, kind of feels like a haunted house clusterfuck, which is yes. what, you know, like you said, this is like an adult version of Goosebumps and Goosebumps did it better. So much better. The first Watch one. Goosebumps. Yeah. Do that. I mean, like I said, these characters have to be so fucking stupid. There's a point at the end when we have the fairy man, the dude with the coins, and the babysitter has to go in this dark room to go get Annabelle so that they can go lock her up or something. She's coming back out and something fucking happens in this dark tunnel that we can't see. So she throws Annabelle out and then like directly after she's running out. Why did you even fucking throw her? Yeah. If you're going to throw her, at least I expect you to get locked up in the closet for a while. Yeah. But then you're back out into play with the story. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking get it. Yeah. I don't, I, I can't make, I have. I'm very much a benefit of the doubt. Let me look at the bright side. Let me make a positive spin on this. Let me give them some credit. And I probably would had it not been for the nun and the curse of La Llorona. I'm done. I'm over it. You fucked up. Even the first Annabelle. I re so I watched that in theaters the first time and it scared me. Mm-hmm. The demon scene when he's on the stairs, I was like, "Fuck that shit!" And mm-hmm. then I watched it again when it came out on Blu-ray and I realized it was a lot of the theater effect mm-hmm. and it wasn't as good. But I watched Annabelle creation and it got me. So good. you know, so I was like, "Okay, this universe is going in a positive direction. You can have like one that's not quite as good, like the first Annabelle, and mm-hmm. still be." A good franchise, but now, in my opinion, you've got more bad ones than you have good ones. Luckily for them, their good ones are fucking good. Yes. But why can't we just keep that team of people and exactly. do that? Exactly. Why does Blumhouse keep doing this? I don't know. Handing it, handing out the reins to someone who doesn't know what they're doing, honestly. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to do that, somebody watch it, boy. Like, tell him James Wan is producing these. Yes. What are you doing? Like. Mm. Exactly. I just don't... It, it's like I'm literally rubbing my face right now because I'm so... 
Well, and also, even before this, Ma was uh, just full of stereotypes, and Blumhouse did that one, too. Yes. They're supposed to be our horror mecca, honestly. Yeah. And he's, I can't say he, it's not just him, but his company is kind of failing a little bit on us, and that's upsetting as a horror movie lover. Yeah, I think that they've gotten to a certain point where they can just put out whatever they want. Because they're so big. Because they're so big, and they can, what I am going to say is, you know, they've got to have a good ROI or return on investment. And I'm sure some of these are good ROI opportunities, but just don't even make it. You don't need an ROI if you don't even spend the money in the first place. But I will say that if they can give us really, 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 really fucking good ones once a year and then throw some meh in, maybe we just get better as horror fans at weeding out what's not for us and what is for us. On that note, though, if you're trying to get these horror fans in to review and love your movie, you're not going in a good direction. Exactly. I I mean, I'll continue to see them for the podcast and you guys to tell you <laughs> possibly don't see them. Not worth it, yeah. But I don't want to go anymore. I don't yeah. really care. The only one I really want to see for, at this point is The Conjuring 3. And then if they fuck that up, I'm, I think I'm personally on a personal level done. Yeah, maybe for the podcast, just... Yeah. And it wasn't like it wasn't entertaining, but it wasn't entertaining for the right reasons. It wasn't funny enough. Like, no. even your comedic relief wasn't that good. No. And it wasn't scary. No. And you didn't care about the characters, so mm-hmm. it wasn't dramatic. I, I don't... One, like, I don't have any rating for this at all. I hated it. Yeah, I agree. That's A mad. one out of five. Yeah, it, it's just disappointing, and it's... I mean, I think this is the third one I've said this. It's kind of insulting... And, but if you just want to take, okay, if you are man or woman, doesn't really matter, and you have a date to a movie that gets scared really, really easily and hates horror yeah. and you just want to see them jump for fun or to be the hero yeah. and put their, put your arm around them, take them to Annabelle. Or if you're new and trying to work your way into horror, it'd probably be good for you. I agree. And maybe that's what it's for and it's just not for us, but maybe. for us, one out of five. Yeah. Easy one out of five. If I could give it a zero, I would. I can. It's our rules. Exactly. But I just to but say I'd within the Google rating, basically, yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. Give it a one out of five. And sorry you didn't get a plot walk for it. But if you saw the trailer and if you saw the nun and if you saw Clerks of La Llorona. And, and if, if you, you saw Goosebumps. You don't fucking <laughs> you need, don't it. need it. It's a haunted house full of a shit ton of monsters. A little bit of grief thrown in there to give, try to give it some sort of story. I think, okay, also, last little point here. I think that if it hadn't been Ed and Lorraine Warren's kid being affected... Who fucking cares? Dude, exactly. I think they had to have the Warrens as their foundation. Otherwise, it I don't think it would have even gotten the clout that it did get and the yep. good-ish reviews that it has gotten. I think people know Ed Lorraine Warren. They know Patrick Wilson and mm-hmm. Vera Farmiga and they and love they them. they were amazing, the small bouts they were in. And even the actress that played Judy, their daughter, she was very convincing. She was she very was. good. She I wish done. she would, I wish they would have given her a better movie. I agree. Because I think she could take something, take something from this universe and make it her own and they could have stories of her if they gave her a better story mm-hmm. to tell. But this was not it for her. No. Well, thanks for listening to our rant fest. Yeah, our very short, <laughs> we're done with this one episode. Yeah. Not all hype episodes will be that way. We got some good ones. I fucking hope good ones. I will swear to you, if it is bad, I am never seeing another horror movie again. My heart will be too broken. Oh. But we got some coming up and uh, these Conjuring ones have just not hit the mark lately. So no. hopefully that changes. 
But if you want to keep up with our schedule and what we're doing, you can hang out with us on our social medias at The Exorcisters Podcast on Facebook and Instagram. You can find us on Twitter at The Exorcisters. And you can always hit us up on our website for blog posts, movie ratings. If you don't have time to listen to an episode, we've just got our ratings there so you can see what we thought and if it was worth seeing. That is Exorcisters.com. And until then, stay creepy.